0: Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You ready? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, Do you want me to do the intro? Sure. All right. Hello. (laughs) Hello, everyone. This is the second episode of our podcast. We are now on... The YouTube we are on Spotify. We are finally on Apple Podcasts. That took forever. Um, I think we're on Google Podcasts, but I can't find us. So maybe we are. Maybe,
1: but now we're a whole lot more professional.
0: Look at look at how professional we are. In the we white a, void, both of us.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> we got a Twitter page now, and that afforded us to move into the void.
0: <laughs> That's what happens when you get a Twitter account. You it comes mm-hmm. with a, a void. A white boy. Um. So this week, we gave each other two movies. Well, I, we gave each other one movie. You mm-hmm. asked me to watch Ant-Man. And I asked you to watch Swiss Army Man. Um, mm-hmm. I think we last time we started with my thing. So let's start with the thing that you recommended to me. Are, are, okay. Are you good with that?
1: Yeah, we can do that. Um, let's start with Ant-Man. And you want to just start off with your summary of what the movie was?
0: Okay. So So
1: Because of this, like, we're going to have to give spoilers to anyone that hasn't seen these movies. Okay. So, you know, go ahead.
0: We're going to spoil both of these movies. Um, I guess we'll yell spoilers if it's, like, the end of the movie. Uh, But anyway, Ant-Man, a summary is... uh, An actor? Wait, not an actor. There's like a scientist that invented a shrinking syrup, like a a liquid that makes you shrink magically, and chug it down. You chug it, and that's all. That's
1: all that happens. Yeah,
0: you take like a little drop and you shrink, and then the evil corporation military wants to use it, and it's never the actual military. It's always like some paramilitary wants to use it, and through a bunch of convoluted reasons, they—he decided that he wants to. He needs Paul Rudd's help because Paul Rudd in this uh, in this movie is a master electronic engineer, also a great burglar. He's very athletic. Mm-hmm. He can jump over any fence, really quick on his feet.
1: classes in college, Michael.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember my buddy who's an electrical engineer also was great at breaking into people's houses. I think that was- I'm sure
1: they were very athletic.
0: Oh, very athletic, very strong. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, you know, Paul Rudd breaks into this guy's house. Oh, he has a daughter. Paul Rudd's character has a daughter um, and the daughter has a mom that hates the father. The daughter looks up to him even though that doesn't make any sense to me because like she's like four and he's been in prison for like three years. So,
1: you know, <laughs> look, it's
0: daddy's picture. Ooh, daddy. And she's like, no. she idolizes you. I'm like, was wow. <laughs> She She idolizing doesn't understand
1: you? what's wrong that? Because <laughs> I don't think a child at that age really understands the complexities of my dad is in jail for doing something wrong
0: be he stole a bunch of money right but like the fiance hates him and the mom kind of hates him but the daughter loves him the daughter's like he's my guy i love i'm in i'm in on my dad you know nobody can shake me of my love for my dad um and he for uh he gets tricked into robbing the the guy who invented the shrinking syrup i don't remember that actor's name um, Isn't it Michael Douglas? Is it Michael Douglas? It's not Kirk Douglas because he's he's the Spartacus oh, guy. We
1: should really probably have the IMDb pages open for I these. Think,
0: I think it is Michael Douglas. This is yeah. a if people come to us for definitive versions of these, <laughs> that's not a good idea. Um, there we go. But uh, anyway, so they so he enlists Paul Rudd to steal Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas enlists Paul Rudd to steal. <laughs> Uh, a knockoff version of the shrinking syrup from this gen- bad guy, who's going to use it to sell it for the military. He's going to use it for bad. You know, he's going to sell it to the highest bidder, and mm, it's going to destroy, ruin warfare. So he's like, "We need you to heist it." So he, Paul Rudd heists it, but then he gets double crossed. But then the bad guy becomes a supervillain and like also can shrink. So Michael, you're
1: saying this is a hero family heist movie. It sounds like it has it all. Wow.
0: Sounds like it has it all, right? And you know, it's obviously it's, you know, he Paul Rudd fights the bad guy and then they have at it and then he wins over his you know his uh you know his future in-laws and his daughter loves him again and his wife understands him and blah blah blah. It's like this big happy happy ending. Um yeah. So let's go into our top takeaways. I have some takeaways, and I have some notes. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, do you like my summary of, of Ant-Man? It was, it
1: was good. I was, you skipped a lot of parts.
0: <laughs> well, because it's... it's uh, I mean, That's fair. You, you see, the, so my main takeaways is this is a Marvel movie. And I've never been the biggest Marvel movie guy, as you know, James, which is why you've mm-hmm. handed this to me. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of... The main things was this movie... I would give this movie a lower rating if it wasn't for one man. And do you know Paul who Rudd. is?
1: No. Is it Paul Rudd? It's or Michael, is it his friend?
0: My, his friend Michael Pena saved Michael this Pena freaking movie.
1: Amazing in <laughs> this movie.
0: Best freaking guy, and the whole movie complains a completely different movie when he shows up because he shows up and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, you know my mom, my mom she died. My dad's, you know, my dad got arrested. But hey, I got the car. Co- oh, my dad got deported. But hey, I, I got this van. That's great. he's so he's so freaking funny and the movie just kind of stops and goes on Michael Peña time whenever he shows up and it's the funniest freaking thing and then we go back to the kind of the normal boring stuff so my first take is Michael Peña is is a saint and he needs to be in every movie I think every movie is better with Michael Peña in it he's great He's great. He elevates everything. Um, the other thing was, this movie just had a lot of stuff in it that I've already seen before. This was like the Santa Claus. What if the Santa Claus was a superhero? It kind of is a superhero movie. Remember that Tim Allen movie where he turns yeah, into Santa? I,
1: Santa Claus is a superhero. I don't, I'm don't. in trouble seeing the connection, but okay.
0: Well, because he's like...
1: Was Tim Allen a thief? Did he go to no, jail?
0: No, he wasn't a thief, but he's like this kind of this dad who his, his kid loves but his wife hates him and his wife's fiance is just a dick. Just the worst guy.
1: That's the classic, uh, the relationship. worst guy.
0: Right. So, you know, he shows up to, oh, it's like a bit of Mrs. Doubtfire, right? He shows up to the, the birthday party, even though he wasn't invited. It just had like a thousand cliches in it. The story was like riddled with cliches to nth degree. Right.
1: Because it's a yeah. comic book, right? Yeah.
0: Because it's a comic book, right? And that doesn't, just because it's a comic book doesn't mean I have to like it. You know what I mean? No, I've, but it gives I've you seen an understanding a Marvel movie. Of, I've seen all of them. You know, it's, they're very, all very. I haven't
1: same. seen all of them. You're a liar.
0: I haven't seen Infinity War. I haven't seen Endgame. Um, the
1: most important. Endgame. Most important
0: Infinity. too. I haven't seen Ant Man and the Wasp.
1: <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Michael said he does not like Marvel. The only direction I was given was, I don't like Marvel movies. So
0: you gave I me picked the
1: Marvel movie. That's fun, enjoyable. You know, yeah. funny characters. Paul Rudd is hilarious in it. He Michael Peña is also hilarious. I he think is. the the other two knuckleheads are pretty funny with Ti and the like.
0: Oh, that's Russian. true. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, I hated the Russian guy just because his accent was so bad.
1: It was that's so bad. But, you know um the, But I thought they were a good yeah. like trio, and
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: just a comedy action movie.
0: Yeah, that, it's a very light. It's a very light kind of fun movie. And, you know, every Marvel movie you get, for me, because I just kind of get bored if I've seen stuff before. So I'm like, oh, here's the daughter. Oh, here's the shitty, you know, uh, in uh, fiance. Oh, here's the mom that's, like, super disapproving, but, like, you know, cares about him. And it's like I've seen all of it. So I just kind of tune out. I'm like, this is kind of really boring. I just wish it would skip. Like, I actually hate daughter like dad-daughter movies, I just I find them really boring. Like, have you seen Moneyball? Wow.
1: Michael, did you... Did the audience just hear that? Michael just said he hates women. Oh my That is, not,
0: that is not what I said. That's not what I said. We The theme today is men, right? Because we have Ant-Man and Swiss Army Man, so th- that's the theme.
1: Mm-hmm. theme but is Ant-Man men. is completely motivated by his daughter, you know, and same with Michael Douglas.
0: It's Is he, though? Because he, like, breaks into stuff anyway. And He's Swiss not.
1: Army Man has a completely different relationship to women that we will get to. <laughs> we
0: will get there. Um. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Um but all right, so that those are my a couple of my takeaways. The other thing is is like um let me see here. Yeah, one of the other parts is the the third bit that I liked about it was um I really liked the shrinking sequence at the end, right? Like every Marvel movie usually has one sequence that I really like. Like in Civil War, there was the, uh, the plane crash kind of like the plane, Mm -hmm. the airport scene where they're all fighting. And that's a cool scene. And I really like the sequence in Ant-Man where he's shrinking down to small, like the quantum realm. Yeah. And it gets really trippy and cool. And if I had seen this on like a big screen, I think it would have been really cool and trippy and Marvel movies kind of will do this. They'll like throw some sequence in. That's like really awesome. Mm Um, And then, of course, because it's a Marvel movie, you know he's going to reverse the polarity and then, you know, whatever. And then he's going to come back up and he's going to be fine. And then uh, Michael Douglas is going to be like, you did it, and blah, blah, blah. Also, so those are my three main takeaways. I have small little bits, too, that I want to throw in because before we move on to uh, what you like about it, I mean, it's pretty clear what you like about it, but it's clear what people would like about it, but just not me. It's just a little too generic. me um all marvel movies if you haven't seen them there's always confusion you know like at the beginning i i was like who the hell are these three guys you know Mm -hmm. or there's like tie-ins like uh what my the best one was when i saw uh civil war and there was just a red guy walking around and then (laughs) you know who's the red guy vision yeah vision i i didn't know who the hell that was Cause I hadn't seen the other one. But I was like, <laughs> okay, there's a red guy. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna deal I feel with like it.
1: Ant Man's the most solo movie.
0: Well, it still had little elements of that. Like at the beginning, like there's three guys and they're like, Wait, is one of them a Stark? I'm not sure, because they mentioned like Stark or something. And I'm just like, wait, is 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 that is that Iron Man's Dad? No, it isn't, is it? I don't know. Ant Man's less guilty, but all Marvel movies kind of have that. If you haven't watched all of them, you kind of get lost. Yeah. And uh yeah. Okay. What were you gonna say?
1: I was just gonna say that for Ant Man, that scene is like two minutes and then there's like nothing else in there that relates to anything else that you might like any other character you would have seen in any other movie. Cause like yeah. I don't even think Samuel L. Jackson's brought up in the after credit scenes or like, you know, no none of the Shield agents, none of that stuff is really yeah. brought up. The only thing is Howard Stark, you know, knowing the actor that plays Howard Stark, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: most people have seen Iron Man, so they would know.
0: Yeah, Tony Stark is Iron Man. Uh, yeah. But so, you want to
1: move into what I like about it then?
0: Um, I have one more. Or do thing. you have
1: a little more things?
0: I was trying to think about the last thing. Um, no, I mean, it was just, I don't know, just overall, it was really predictable. You kind of knew the whole plot at the beginning, you know, as soon as you're like, oh, these are all the characters. All right, this whole, this is going to happen this way. And Mm -hmm. they tried to do a little whoop-de-whoop where, you know, spoilers part, Paul Rudd comes in and he's like, he's like, I got the suit and the suit like disappears and was all part of the villain's plan. But that lasts like two minutes. And then it immediately is back to exactly where I thought it was going to go. So that's, yeah, that's my opinion. Um, I'll save my rating for after... After you explain to me why I'm wrong about this, well,
1: yeah, I think it because it, it was a Marvel movie, and it's so late in the production of Marvel movies, like it, it has to go through the generics of there's a hero, there's an obvious villain, the hero's gonna beat the villain, and he's gonna live, and it's gonna there's gonna be a moment where it seems hopeless, but that's not gonna happen, and that's like every is that in the hero's journey like a moment of hopelessness?
0: Yeah, but it's it doesn't. Yeah, I mean but a moment of hopelessness can happen.
1: But I was just saying like
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's it is so late in the Marvel movies that it has to follow the same like generic path of the, what's introduced the new, you know, toy that we're going to be selling. <laughs> you know, introduce the yeah. toy that it's going to be fighting and then <laughs> um so Yeah. But what what I did like about the movie is like I said I really like the humor of it. Um like the the dialogue is very clever i like how it's filmed i'm surprised you didn't say anything about how they um how they zoom in and zoom out and like um like the train scene the fighting cool. train scene that is i think that was a really cool film scene because mm-hmm. it's like the super epic fight scene down in the miniature scale but then when you zoom out it just looks like these two little things like, beep, yeah. beep, 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 beep and so
0: <laughs> filming of the fight I, I scenes those good. Bits. that was good that was good mm-hmm. yeah
1: um and those were really the main things that i liked um like i said i like the side characters and i liked how it's filmed um mm. and what so what would you watch it again what's your watch it again rating
0: um or maybe
1: well, watch ant-man and wasp since that's like the next movie
0: because that's the next movie well all right so this is this was my rating is Without Michael Pena, this is a three. But with Michael Pena, that shit is a six. I, if it's more <laughs> Michael Pena in it, give me a, give me a is there more Michael Pena? Well, good Pena? thing
1: Michael Pena's in there, so that makes it a six. Thank you very much, Six Michael. out of ten. Six. You're not going you to get that Pena. lucky with the uh, Swiss Army Man.
0: I'm so sad about that. I, f- I love Swiss Army Man. I love it. I watched it this morning, and uh, it's such a beautiful film, in my opinion. But okay. what, did you, what did you think?
1: so um i guess we'll just start with the summary right yeah. so spoilers again if you haven't seen it but this is a really weird movie um swiss army man dead man washes up on the shore daniel radcliffe washes up on the shore well this guy's trying to kill himself we don't know why um
0: do we like, don't, know why? We don't a- know why
1: he's trying to kill himself i guess it's because he's stranded and um you know do you assume because he has long a long beard he's been dirty he's stranded so he's killing himself because he's run out of food so you're right um he then like miraculously daniel radcliffe has a insane bout of diarrhea and uh he he, this guy is able to ride his diarrhea from you know wherever he is to some new land It's,
0: it's a fart It's not diarrhea but
1: Farts. Okay, far. It's farting <laughs> nonstop. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure it made the water brown. And so, Did
0: I didn't see that. But, yeah, he, know, ride, no. he rides Daniel Radcliffe's fart like a jet ski.
1: Like he's da- uh, David Hasselhoff in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, except exactly he's farting like that. instead of swimming. Exactly um, like that. Yeah. So, but like, when this happens, he then falls off and he ends up like washing up onto the shore. And that's when you kind of get the first feeling like this could be completely like in his head and like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, this is him kind of going crazy. He hasn't eaten. He's probably just imagining these things. Um, And so, but eventually he gets this guy to, um, he, he pulls the guy up on land once he wakes up and Mm -hmm. he realizes he's somewhere new. Um, He pulls the guy up on land and like he starts, building uh, it's hard to say he, he like tries to look for yeah. food he tries to look for water and mm-hmm. then daniel radcliffe's body provides him with water provides him with things um and then they start talking to each other and that was really fucking weird daniel radcliffe did not play the dead corpse thing in a comfortable way i was f- from 15 <laughs> minutes in to the yeah. movie i was constantly checking like okay there's 45 minutes left okay there's 30 <laughs> minutes left okay there's Like, cause it's so fucking uncomfortable the entire time. Yeah. Um.
0: Never, you never kind of just like got used to how, how weird it was and how uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. No,
0: no. Oh, it's too bad.
1: It was, he was just weird and like the creaking sounds. Anyways, they start talking and start connecting. And for some reason they turn the Bible into everybody poops. Um, for that, that's just one little mark I wanted to add in there. (laughs) Um. Daniel uh Harry Potter gets horny and uh, his dick points to to society apparently. Yeah,
0: it points um, It becomes a compass. So his dick is a compass.
1: His dick is a compass, right? Hey, the viewer. And uh yes.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: And so they they you know, he comes to this they come to this realization that he Daniel Radcliffe needs to be horny for his dick to be a compass and so he has to use the picture of um the the main character his name is Henry I think so Henry he has to use Henry's phone uh like his phone background picture of uh, some girl who the audience is led to believe is like his girlfriend you know um Mm -hmm. somebody that's important to him because he has you know that's his background on his phone yeah um and so then Daniel Radcliffe like his dead body is like brain dead And so he's kind of being taught everything by Mm -hmm. Henry. And they develop this weird story of like, I don't know. Yeah. Henry starts to dress up like the girl in the picture so that um, Daniel Radcliffe is more motivated to, you know, to um, become horny. And they like (laughs) build this, like he starts dressing up like the woman. Henry starts dressing up like the woman in the picture. Yeah. They like build Henry Starts scene yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
1: for um like for totally. Daniel Radcliffe to talk to the girl. Um, yeah. but it's like you as the audience member are like, well, this is a crazy person using a corpse to go through their own situation at that point. That's yeah. when I started to realize when they were like doing the bus thing that yeah. he actually had no idea who this chick was.
0: Mm-hmm. So it yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, it uses this Paul D- so to give some some semblance of this is like throughout the movie the corpse uh doesn't know anything about society or rules or anything so he's paul dano kind of teaches him about you know what is what is life why why do you feel this way blah 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 it's kind of like he's teaching it's like he's raising a child almost he's like but he's also kind of talking to himself about social constructs and society oh you can't act weird you can't be this way because it's odd and he's like well why is it odd well it just is and it's just kind of this it's this fascinating conversation that he has with this dead body <laughs> while he acts it is out it's very
1: distracting because it's like hey, why can't I say that like <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're really uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> just
1: don't ask me to touch my dick, yeah. dude. Like that's obvious. Come on. Yeah. And it's like these weird conversations.
0: Yeah. So it's a socially awkward guy kind of talk explaining to uh Daniel Radcliffe dead body what it's like to be a human being and why we act the way we do. And and through that he investigates his his relationship with his father, which is terrible. His father seems like, you know. Puts him down at every turn, tries to make, you know, doesn't see him as a person. So Paul Dano is like horrible at communicating. Paul Dano's character uh, is horrible at communicating. So he's trying to, to tell, you know, he's finding himself while he's also explaining, you know, like it's almost like he's explaining like a teenager and a child who's also a corpse played by the guy who plays Harry Potter. It's just a, it's a freaking fascinating, fascinating dialogue scenes
1: so but in my opinion as a as a viewer right and i was completely distracted by their dialogue so barely listening Mm. and paying attention to mostly what's going on and what's mostly going on is you as the audience member are realizing wait this girl that he has a picture of on his phone is not his girlfriend it's just some girl that he is stalking like he is just a creeper looking at this girl every day on the bus and like Snuckly took a picture of her, and then um, yeah, it's eventually a girl
0: yeah, it's a sorry, it's a girl he sees on the bus who he doesn't know, but he just yeah. he's drawn to her in some way, so he just took a picture of her.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, eventually he somehow so like he he seems like he's on uh, at the start of after he rides Harry Potter like David Hasselhoff. Yeah, he ends up like on what looks like I you don't know the Pacific Northwest or something. And he starts hiking through miles of country with this dead body. And eventually they get to civilization and uh, they pop through and it's this woman's backyard. The woman from the bus's backyard. Yeah. Which then makes you think, okay, this guy is just crazy. He is stalking this woman. And then, um, and like he's eventually like, he pops out with the dead body in front of this woman's child. It freaks the child out. The woman comes out and is like, What's going on?
0: Well, the child isn't actually that freaked out. The Until child... like
1: the, the boner, because of course they put a boner into it.
0: Yeah, they um, did. They did. Because,
1: there, yeah. there is not a moment in this movie yeah. where they didn't try to shove a boner or a fart joke. It's like supposed to be yeah. this like Cause... artsy movie, but it was heavily boner and fart jokes.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of boners and farts in it. A lot, a lot, so. on purpose, on purpose. But yeah, it's more purposeful than I think. Just making it jokey. But I understand what you're saying. It's and oh, then, man, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much for you. All right, fair. <laughs> uh, do you want me to tell you a little bit about the, the story behind this movie because it's kind of funny because you well, might you no. might identify with it. Are you almost done with the?
1: Well, so let me finish.
0: All right, let me. Cho-
1: I can finish the summary.
0: (laughs) I just, I have so many issues with your summary. So I'm just, that's, I'm constantly putting in color because I'm like, he's not doing it justice. It's a great movie. It's a freaky ass movie about a
1: pervy dude that's interested in a chick he knows on the bus and is hiding in her backyard and um, creating this crazy life where he's dressing up like her and just living out in the woods. And then, um, he, they he's discovered like they, he's interviewed on tv and he flips out and like tries to take the body back because he thinks that he still doesn't realize that he's crazy mm-hmm. he um takes the body back into the woods and then you know somehow covers all of that land that he's been supposedly hiking in yeah. like this in 10 seconds yeah. um gets back to the ocean and then mm-hmm. like he has an emotional moment with the dead body, which is not responding because mm-hmm. you as the viewer see him as like a crazy person. Yeah. Um, and then finally, now that he's around other people, they like the body's not reacting, mm-hmm. but, um, and then Vardy starts farting again cause they can't stop shoving the farting in there and the butt jokes. Yeah. And, uh, he rides the farting body away and his dad smiles and that's the end.
0: No, just the but the, the body, yeah, the body, yeah, farts away.
1: Oh, the body farts away. You
0: yeah. He doesn't yeah, ride it away. He state, no, he doesn't ride it away. <laughs> that would be an amazing ending, is if he rode it away like a jet ski again. It, yeah, mm-hmm. but but I thought the ending of that movie was kind of like, everybody thinks he's crazy, and then, and then, like, right there in front of all those people, the body comes alive, comes alive again, they see that he wasn't crazy, you know? They're all confused. Like all these people are like, what the fuck? Like the reporter who's there, the cameraman who's there, his father, the the woman he's like took this picture of and like her family, they're all there and they all see it happen. And they're all really confused. They're all like, wow, maybe he's like, not
1: I mean, he's clearly crazy though, because he still was solidly a uh, hundred feet away from civilization. And just living out in the woods, creating this scene with a dead body, I
0: and mean, well, I took it as this is not a like a realistic story, right? No. So it's 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 the universe. I think that last scene is meant to tell you that this, those things actually did happen, right? This dead body actually did those things. He's actually one with those. the dead body it's not that bleak it's not like oh he's this crazy person who just hung out in the woods it's like no it's real this is all real we had that moment where you're like oh has he been crazy this whole time but that last thing is supposed to tell you that he hasn't been and this is all actually happened
1: it doesn't really take away from the stalkerish vibe from the chick Mm -hmm. this whole thing is like built around him realizing like i don't know that this woman does not know him or something i don't like it's all built around like his romantic relationship Mm -hmm. which is non-existent and just in his head
0: yeah okay
1: so it's very it's still very stalkery even if you think dead bodies can do what they do Mm -hmm. in this movie
0: yeah i mean i guess you wouldn't yeah It is kind of a, there is definitely an element of voyeurism to his character, right? Because his character is so emotionally stilted, we assume, because of his dad, we assume because of what happened to his mother. The little glimpses we get of his mother seem like she scarred him pretty bad. So he's this kind of emotionally, socially awkward person who, you know, would ride the bus every day and would see this girl. And he's like, one day I might talk to this girl, but probably won't. And took a picture, took a picture of her and said it is her homepage, you know, you know, it's kind of, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't look at it. He's not, it's not like he's a, um, it's not like he knows her address. It's not like any of that. It seems like like
1: he he does because he's directly behind her backyard.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I just took that as a coincidence. Like that's just that's not a
1: coincidence.
0: What do you mean? It's not a coincidence. There's
1: only two other people that exist in this world. That's like the craziest coincidence.
0: I mean, it's a movie. It's a movie where
1: uh, uh, it's a movie where this guy is obsessed with a girl and is living in her backyard.
0: All right. Well, that's not my interpretation. That's not mine at all. I love it. I mean, well, why don't you do your points? Why don't you do your points? Do you have anything to say? Yeah.
1: My top three takeaways are Harry Potter has bad diarrhea. Okay. Um, this what man has the greatest cell phone battery in the world.
0: That's true. Um, <laughs> his cell phone battery is on 9%, we assume, for weeks.
1: For, for months, it seems like. Because I don't know yeah. how you grow that long of a beard. If he supposedly did shave yeah. his face with Daniel Radcliffe's teeth, how does he grow that long of a beard and still have a cell phone battery?
0: Yeah, pretty crazy. That's pretty impressive. I, I'll give you that.
1: Um, that was, those are the two I wrote down. <laughs> and then uh, number three...
0: Is fuck you, Mike, for making me watch this movie? Yeah, really. That was, <laughs>
1: that was a tough one to get through.
0: I'm so sorry, man. I'm sorry. You're I, was, not. I am. I was hoping that you'd like it, but, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, the That's point, point is... It's is for the, arguing. The, well, the, yeah, the point is to pick something that you wouldn't like. So I could have picked something weird... That you could have maybe have liked. I was that weird? I could, well, something else weird that you would have maybe liked. But I went for the most out there one I could mm-hmm. just to just to see, just to be like, all right, this is it. I'm gonna lay my cards on the table. I gave you Kill a la Kill last week. I'm giving you Swiss Army Man this week. After this, no more weird. It's hard, to a to get,
1: it's hard for me to match your weirdness because there's no crazy, weird Marvel movie. <laughs> Because it's generic, like you said, it's a generic kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can keep giving me generic things if you want, but you know, <laughs> you don't
1: have to. But you like weird, so I can't really get you anything weird.
0: But what I mean, I don't know. Maybe you could give me something like. Uh, I mean, it's working. I mean, I didn't really like Jersey Shore or Ant Man, so. So there you go. You are doing the job. It's supposed to. You just don't have to work as hard as I do. <laughs> to find crazy shit crazy shit so what's your rating what is it what would you give this movie
1: um it's a, so since it's a movie by itself and there's no like anything there's no sequel and there's if there's nothing like to watch next would i watch again one one to 10 uh that's like a 2 it's a 2 yeah
0: i thought that was a guaranteed 1 yeah.
1: I, i'm shocked i didn't yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'd watch it in some situation in 10 years, but 10 <laughs> not, anytime, <laughs> not anytime soon where I remember it.
0: Yeah. Would you listen to that soundtrack again? I really like Yeah, I like
1: that. I did like the music. That's one thing I wanted to say. Um, music was really good. Mm-hmm. What I love I like about... Pop, popcorn, pop,
0: popcorn. Pop, popcorn, pop, popcorn. That's how I edit all my genetic, generic uh, like trailers. But I can't think of a music. I just put in the Swiss Army Man music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pretty it's perfect.
0: P- pretty good. Um, yeah, what I like about the music, too, is it's, you know, a lot of the themes of this... I'll, I'll just... I've been explaining why I like the movie the whole time, just because James is giving it a horrible, horrible take. It's the worst take I've ever heard. I mean, heard.
1: people can watch movie. this movie and say if they agree with me or not, because I have a feeling...
0: I'm sure more people will agree with you, but they'll just be, you know, wrong. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay.
1: Uneducated.
0: Not everybody has to be educated like I am.
1: You, you know? know, it's
0: tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough, tough have to, to be
1: blessed with knowledge.
0: <laughs> First... Blessing and a curse, you know? I can't like Yeah, because you're,
1: you're forced to watch shitty movies and not enjoy Marvel ones.
0: Yeah, like it's pearling teeth for me to watch a Marvel movie. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? It sounds people? terrible. It's kind of awful. I don't like it. What a it.
1: terrible life. Do I don't you like, like being snobby. Like, rainbows and sunshine?
0: I do. They're great. Uh, <laughs> well, so I'm going to tell you. So when this movie came out, it premiered at Sundance like five years ago. And it had one of the biggest walkouts. So, that it, is, it had ever had, like Sundance had ever had, because this premiered and people were like, oh, yeah, Radcliffe plays a corpse, that's weird, and then like half an hour in, when Danny Radcliffe starts talking and like he starts vomiting clear water, they're just like, I'm out, and like almost the whole theater went up and left.
1: <laughs> so I can immediate, see That, immediate no, that like, was about when I wanted to turn it off, and then I realized, no, I have to finish it.
0: <laughs> I forced you to finish it. And that, that kind of happened to me the first time I watched it. I was like, "Oh, this is a lot," you know. It hits you. It is a lot. Um, and I was I watched it. I think when I was a when I was clerking at Penn State, and I had nothing to do for two hours. Like, you know, I'd have two checkouts every eight hours or something. So my boss I let stopped me watch
1: playing Minecraft to watch this movie, Michael.
0: <laughs> well, it's a vis- It's a visually, it's great. I mean, look at the visuals are really pretty. And the music is really uh, the music is really excellent.
1: The visuals are of Daniel Radcliffe's hairy ass.
0: I mean the, the lighting, the, the lenses and the way the light reflects, reflects and stuff, you know. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so most people had that reaction just with Starbucks Man. And then immediately once that happened, people were like, Oh, this is this is hilarious that all these people walked out. I'm gonna go see it. So it's a certain kind of person is wants to watch this movie right so like like me i was like oh i need to see this it's like this seems like my kind you of heard
1: thing. people walked out of a movie and you said i want to watch that movie
0: well the trailer came out and the trailer ends with him you know jet skiing on a farting corpse and i'm like this is amazing <laughs> i want to see more this is great uh anyway i think it's yeah but the one thing i wanted to say about the music as well is it's Music is excellent. And what's cool about it is it's all Paul Dano and Danny Radcliffe's voices, right? Because the the thing of the movie, a lot of the movie is built around these guys um, kind of building a society in the woods, right? Paul Dano like literally builds a bus out of trash and sticks and And kind of, and he they do that thing like that chess movie, that chess Pixar movie, where he's like he's sitting behind Daniel Radcliffe and talking to him, but he's also the girl walking down the the aisle, and it kind of bends time in a way that only movies can. Um, and the the music does that exact same thing, right? Where the where the the voices will doing the backtrack while he's also singing over the top, so it's this cool layered, uh, theming to the music. Plus, it just sounds nice. Um. So that's why I like it. It's genuinely one of my favorite movies. I thought it was really touching. Um wow. It is. It does kind have of. you watched it with Miriam? I didn't watch it with Miriam. Miriam was asleep this Your morning. Your wife, Miriam. My wife, Miriam, was asleep this morning, so she didn't watch it with me. You has
1: know? she seen it before?
0: She's never seen it.
1: I have a feeling she'd be more on my side.
0: Proborna likes it. Our well, wife has
1: some class. Like some taste. She's classy.
0: She's got good taste. Notice the theme here, James.
1: There's a she's got she's got high class taste. That doesn't necessarily mean they're good tastes. (laughs) You know? I'm sorry, but paying five thousand dollars for a bag is unnecessary. That's a high class taste.
0: Oh, that's it is a high class taste. Yeah, I don't like that. But I do I will spend like twenty bucks on a deck of cards. So maybe I'm
1: I forget what it is, but some movie somebody's like testing out a purse and they like put their foot in it. What? And it, like a, I forget oh, what goodness. movie this is. Maybe somebody can remind us. But then they're like testing out a, a purse, and they like shove their foot in it to see if it's durable.
0: Let me just take this purse for a test drive, really quick. <laughs> so. so, yeah, great. So once again, uh, I have picked the least rewatchable movie of the two. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm unstoppable. This I I promise I won't do anything as weird this time. Yeah, I promise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it worked. I guess we argued about it. Um, we yeah. thought about maybe an- announcing the next thing, but we never decided. We never what did. the Next thing was so.
0: should we do music?
1: This we time can do music next time. All we'll right, figure it out.
0: Um, I I know what I'm gonna give you. Um, oh okay. Yeah, I have a question. Do you want to legitimately hate it, or do you want to there there be a chance for you to like it? Because I have something that I know you'll hate.
1: So, Is it just like?
0: <laughs> no, not that. It's it's different. It's different.
1: Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe a chance that you like it because I don't. I. It's so yeah. hard for me to tell what you one hundred percent hate. Okay. Because like you'll like Lil Wayne, but then you'll. I don't know. I Think Eminem is I don't know boring.
0: What? Yeah. Or like Twenty One Savage. I hate Twenty One Savage. But like I'll I'll like Rick Ross. Like none of that makes. I don't, yeah, that I doesn't make, make, make sense. sense. I don't really like Wu Tang that much either. But just because I don't listen to lyrics.
1: But that's it. See, wow. How dare you just say that?
0: <laughs> just at the end. <laughs> just right there.
1: I, <laughs> well, I respect them. Well, I
0: just don't like listening to them. What do you want?
1: Wow. Wu Tang Clan, Michael. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Ugh,
0: I think that's the end of the episode. Yeah. I think that went okay. I'm so sorry, James. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm so sorry, we Oh my god. I'm so <laughs> <No>. sorry. <laughs> I'm so Such sorry. Such an bro. awkward movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is like it's really awkward and it's really sad. It's it's yeah, it's like yeah, it's just fucked up, man. There's like a chance you'll like it or you won't. Like it's
1: yeah and like i don't know like i understand this the people trying to make a commentary on socially awkward people but like when you make it too awkward to you know yeah uh, what's it called consume
0: yeah (laughs) when you when you go too far when you cross the
1: it stops being relatable
0: yeah i mean i was awkward for so goddamn long so this movie was somewhat relatable if i hadn't met miriam when i was 18 you know who knows who knows where i would have gone i wouldn't have been like that though i know i wouldn't have been like that i don't
1: think so yeah i know
0: (laughs) i hope i I hope i mean my our dad is nicer than his dad
1: yeah um well thank you for watching and listening if you made it this far michael yeah, As always, you have terrible opinions.
0: <laughs> As always, you lack any sense of class and distinction, James. Mm-hmm. Your culture
1: is... Wu-Tang uh, Clan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks for, Thanks watching, for or watching or listening.
0: <laughs> I guess. Uh, I hope. Maybe this... <laughs>